Hey, you're listening to Podcast Rewind with Erica Jarvis and Amy Randolph. This is the podcast about all of the podcasts that we just can't stop listening to. Enjoy. Rewind episode of Podcast Rewind. Hey everybody, I am Erica, one of your hosts, and with me as always is my best friend Amy. That's me, I'm Amy, your co-host for Podcast Rewind. This is our special year-end episode, we're approaching things a little bit differently. Uh, We're going to talk about a lot of podcasts today. Yeah, and we're just really fortunate that um, New Year's Eve landed on a Sunday, which is our podcast recording day. Perfect. Totally perfect. Um, all right, so for our special episode, we're having a really special drink. Drink of the week is from our good friend Brenda Sarage. Yes. Who for Christmas gifted us a beautiful bottle of Chandon Brut Champagne. Yes. That uh, she got on her trip to Napa earlier this year, which... Jealous. Super jealous, but so kind of her to think of us. So cheers, Erica. Cheers, Amy. And we are drinking out of special... Wine glasses that say Drunkisode wine glass that we had got at Friends Miss from our other friend Beth, who is an amazing friend and listener. So thank you both ladies for getting for us drunk on this episode. Absolutely. You know what I learned this year um, for Christmas is that if you start a podcast and you talk about all the things that you love on that podcast, you make Christmas so much easier for your family and friends. Yeah, exactly. Like for example, we are using pop filters today to uh-huh. kind of help make sure that you don't hear our... Throughout the different podcasts. Do you think I heard that? I, hopefully you didn't hear the noises that I was trying to make, but <laughs> I got this from my brother and sister-in-law, and so kind of them to be thinking about us. My brother was like, oh yeah, we'll get Erica a pop filter, and my sister-in-law Heather was like, and her other co-host. like, And Amy. And Amy. You yes. can't just have one pop filter when there are two microphones. Yeah, let Amy sound like shit. Yeah, she, works for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we like to talk about our obsessions on the show. This is how people get us gifts. Um, so for our big 17 Rewind show, let's talk about what we were obsessed with over the course of the year. Okay. So Would you want to kick it off? I'll start it off. Sure. So this is not necessarily a new obsession like that started in 2017 for me, but an overarching one that I think I really honed this year, and that would be face masking. <laughs> I... We both love to do our face masks. Yes. Keep it tight and bright on the skin. (laughs) Um, I've tried out so many new masks this year, and it's so much, it's fun, and it also helps me keep young. Yeah, well, so with that, can you stop being mad when you get carded then? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm always so agitated. I have to go back into my wallet, pull out my ID. So, yeah, no, I've loved doing face masks, and we've really upped our game. We don't do it just on Sundays. We throw it in yeah. maybe Tuesday and Thursday if we've had a rough week. We just feel like a good deep scrub, a Biore nose strip, some <laughs> under eye, you know, <laughs> cooling gels definitely make me feel good. Um, well, one of the things that I'm really obsessed with this year is that I, you know, started a blog back in 2016. Yeah. And I couldn't find my passion with it. Like, something was just missing. So I really let the blog just kind of fall by the wayside. Um, And no, I've said it before, but it's myrevampedlife.com. And back in January, I just kind of sat down and, like, made a new commitment to just truly use my voice, try not to be anybody, 
or mm-hmm. anything different. And so I jumped back into it. And this year I've had such a fun time with it. I've made friends all over the world. Yeah. Like I've got friends in Brazil, Australia, England. It's been so exciting. And then I got to even interview some other girls who have podcasts and blogs who I really look up to. So I was really glad that I kind of did that and have been obsessed with all of my side hustles. You've done a great job with Thank your blog you. this year. And you're right to see it grow from where you started it with. Um, it's I've been, I've been loving it for you. Thank you. Do you have anything else that you really like? Other than, I think, our joint obsession that came late in the year, but of course the room. We cannot stop talking to it and introducing it to other people in our lives. Um, So, yeah. Hi, Mark forever. Hi, Mark. Hi, doggy. Hi, doggy. My brother and his um, wife watched it last night, and he was just, like, texting me the funniest things. He was like, this movie is ridiculous, but, like, the one-liners are absolutely perfect. Yeah, I agree. The Room has been a nice end to 2017. We even loaned out our copy already of the DVD to another good friend of the podcast, Kristen Barron. Shout out to her. She's been a great listener since the very beginning. She's awesome. And if I may give her a huge shout out because of her, you have my favorite murder in your life. It's absolutely true. I had been listening to, you know, I was just kind of getting in and and we've talked about this before, but we both listened to Serial. We listened to S-Town, those episodic ones, but I hadn't been listening to other types of podcasts yet, yeah. and she told you when uh-huh. she was doing your hair about My Favorite Murder. You came home and told me about it, and I immediately got obsessed <laughs> with that. So props to Kristen. Thank yes. you. Well, um, I don't know how many more obsessed of the year you have. I will just say one last thing. I really embraced Rosé this year. You I did? wasn't yeah. sure about it for a while because it's pink, and I don't want to make it look like I'm drinking a white Zinfandel, or, and I don't Ugh. like sweet wines. No one should be drinking white Nobody stuff. should be drinking that except, like, my grandmother with a lot of crushed ice. Mm-hmm. But I will say I found some rosés that I really liked, and rosé all day. Rosé all, all day. day. I'm yeah. into the rose gold jewelry. You know that. Oh, yeah. You've been doing that for a couple of years now. Yeah, that's not new to 2017, but mm. a continual obsession. No. Um, all right. So here's what we're going to do. We want to tell you guys what our top 10 shows are. These are the things that Eric and I listen to, I would say, on a weekly basis. Yeah. Um, And some of the podcasts that got us both into wanting to listen to more and more podcasts. I would say that these are the 10 that we talked about with each other the most, which made us one night just go like, why don't we put a microphone in front of our face? We should should have a podcast. As well as, you know, if you're listening to us because you're a kind friend or you just found us and you aren't sure about podcasts to start listening to, this list is like a who's who of, you know, society, pop culture, news, politics, murder, etc. This is like a starter kit. Absolutely. So let's kick it off. We're going to do a top 10 countdown because it is New Year's, New Year's Eve. Eve. You've got to have a countdown. You've got to have the countdown. <laughs> so coming in at number 10 is The Skinny Confidential, right. him and her podcast with Lauren Everett's Bostic and her husband, Michael Bostic. I found this podcast, Amy, a few, maybe a year and a half or so ago. Lauren and her husband were guests on another podcast. I love The Bitch Bible with Jackie Schimmel. And I just remember thinking like, This, you know, husband-wife duo are kind of hilarious. She just yells at him a lot, and he takes it. (laughs) Um, But the two of them are an amazing combo. When it comes to branding and business, he's an entrepreneur. She started a blog in college, and now, I mean, she does sponsored ads on Instagram with, you know, high-end companies. and It's the dream. It's the dream. She has a book and, like, a diet, like, workout nutrition plan. She's got the podcast. She's got YouTube videos. She's got her blog. She's got the Instagram. And, I mean, like... 
She's also got killer hair. Like, what more could you want from <laughs> she's this? She's got it all. What more could you want from this girl? Sorry if you guys keep hearing noises. My pop filter doesn't want to stay up. Yeah, she's fighting it's with her new toy. It's heavy. Um, but I still <laughs> love it. Anyway, um, I will say what kind of got me hooked on this podcast is I heard her talking on um, the Bitch Bible. Lauren was talking about how oils are everything for her. And she uses right, oils right. to take makeup off and, you know, at night, oils and serums. But what she said is that, and this is what had me hooked, if she's on vacation, she won't bring any of her oils because it can just be too much to take with you. So well, she, in an airplane, those things blow up. No <laughs> exactly. Good. So she'll call room service and just be like, I just need like a shot glass of olive oil. And like, we'll take her makeup off that way. And I was like, who is this bitch calling down a room service for olive oil for her face? And then I switched over and started listening to her. And I was like, oh, no, this bitch is awesome. Yeah. And gosh, what a brilliant mind. Uh-huh. Yeah, and what I love about this podcast is if you follow Lauren and her husband on social media, she'll test the waters. She'll mm-hmm. talk about a certain product or, you know, a makeup routine or a book she really likes. And if she sees that it gets a lot of response or people DM her about it a lot, she'll take that subject and then try to go make a podcast about it. Right. So she's really testing the waters and providing the content to her listeners and viewers of what exactly they're looking for. So it's a good one. Yeah, and if I can side note real quick and yeah. go back to obsession, since you brought up oils, that is another. That is one thing that I did discover in 2017. <laughs> and oil. Now I use oil for everything. everything. I, t- I wash my face with oil, mm-hmm. getting mascara off Ooh. with a mascara oil. I rinse, wash my body with oil. <laughs> I put oil behind my ears. <laughs> I spray my pillowcase yep. with essential oil before I go to sleep. I am an oil girl. Yeah, and it's so funny because it... I was just going to say, like, remember back when you are younger, you're like, don't put oil on your face. Like, yes. don't eat grease or don't do anything because it's so, so bad for your So afraid of acne when we're so teenagers. Afraid. Like, oil-free products everywhere. everywhere. And, and now I'm like, how much oil? Right? Like, back then it was just like that salicylic acid and like the oxy pads that would oh. burn your skin. Oh. But yeah, um, it's so funny that oil can just take off your mascara and yep. you're not using those makeup wipes and just ripping at your face. Totally. It just highly, slides right off. Highly recommend it, ladies. Wash your yeah, face with oil. exactly. And men too. You can use oil to wash uh-huh. your face. And if you're interested in any more about Lauren and her, I also interviewed her for my blog yes. a couple weeks ago. And so there's some info there and tons and tons of links to her entire world. But this one is really great. And with her husband, husband being on the show, this is a podcast for guys and girls. Cool. Okay, number nine. Number nine, Amy. Hit me. This is Pod Save America. This is one that I listen to pretty frequently, and I've gotten you into, Erica. You listened a couple of times. I have, and I've actually watched the hosts Mm -hmm. on other TV shows and interviews and find them so hilarious. So the hosts are Jon Favreau, Dan Pfeiffer, John Lovett, and Tommy Viter. And before you guys ask, not that Jon Favreau and not Not that that John Lovett. No, yeah, different ones. Different ones. They all actually at one point or another worked for President Obama. Correct. Um, So I'll go ahead and say it. This is a very liberal, uh, democratic-leaning podcast. Yes. So you're not going there to actually get the news of the day. Mm -mm. This is a commentary about politics and specifically about the Trump um, administration. administration. In fact, the podcast just started this year after the what happened with the election in 2016 because again a lot of these guys work for Obama so at the and they end were of, speech writers I mean these guys know exactly mm-hmm. you know we're in there with Obama right so at the end of Obama's administration obviously they didn't have jobs and there was a, 
I think that the people know there was a lot of outrage uh, from yeah. certain people after Trump was elected president. So these guys started this podcast and named it Pod Save America just so to good. kind of do their part to get the other message out. And they get great guests on. They have Democratic senators and Congress people on all the time. They've had Hillary Clinton uh-huh. on. Um, uh, and it's not just dry and it's not just um, snowflakes shouting at a microphone. No. They actually are very funny and they ask really interesting questions. Um, and again, like I said, they get great quality of guests. So if, you know, you if you are also liberal leaning and <laughs> um, you want to hear opinions, I would definitely recommend that. Or if you are a right winger and you just kind of want to hear what us snowflakes are talking about, you know, tune it in and you'll find out what our hot button issues are. Oh, and I actually, what I like about them is because they, you know, were in the room where it happened with Obama, mm-hmm. they can explain certain things. Like, here's probably what so and so in the White House was thinking. And like, right. when hot topics exactly. come up, which is interesting. Like, I want that insider information. For what reason did somebody stand at that podium and say this? It's, yes, you're right. Because they're like, we have worked in a presidential administration. And so the kinds of things that are happening, who's who's running the circus yeah, here? Yeah, exactly. So that is the Pod Save America. My, yeah, at number nine. Number nine. And as we always do, Amy, we go from one end. Of the extreme to the other. To the other. So, guys, number eight for us this year is The Bitch Bible with Jackie Shimmel. So, I know I just mentioned her earlier mm-hmm. and that I found The Skinny Confidential through yeah, the, bitch the Bitch Bible. I found The Bitch Bible through uh, Straight Up with Stassi. So, Stassi Schroeder from Vanderpump Rules has a podcast. Go back a few episodes. You'll hear our thoughts. She's got a podcast for now. You got a podcast currently. <laughs> um, but she had on this girl, Jackie Shimmel from The Bitch Bible, and... It's, she did something that, you know, can kind of not be okay. She kind of ran the interview and ran the podcast, Jackie, Uh and she did a great job. Like, she jumped right in there and she kind of took over and I was like, who is this girl? Went over and checked out her podcast and she is just a reality TV loving, knows anything and everybody in the industry and entertainment. Her husband writes songs for like One Direction and big yeah. time musician. Bitch has got, got it made. And she's funny and she's real. And just like a lot of hot takes on social commentary, you know, especially with like the housewives. And it's really the place to go to kind of turn off your brain. But it's like talking to a friend and like listening to their thoughts. And in the past, she's had on quite a lot of other guests, celebrities, um, her friends. Like I said, you know, she's writing. got celebrity friends. She's got celebrity friends. Yeah. Um, so now she's become a celebrity in her own right. And she's just a hoot. Not to keep plugging myself, I got to interview her a couple week, couple months ago. Oh, I see why you put these on oh, our list. Yes, yes, yes. I just need clicks. <laughs> just I'm thirsty. Christ, go uh, to my blog. Oh my god, please go to my blog. Um, but anyway, I got to interview her a few months ago, and I reached out because in one episode she was just saying how she felt like she was just doing something so right in her life because she had such amazing female mm-hmm. friends who were killing yes, it and she was this. like I'm not jealous like the better they are the better I feel like I am and that clicked with me like I've got I mean you know how our friendship is we're rock solid um but like when I have like other friends like you know from high school that I just see them doing amazing things I'm so proud of them like it was my own you know promotion <laughs> or something like that and just totally 
jived with what Jackie puts out there. So if you're looking to kind of like turn off for 30 to 45 minutes, it's a great yeah. one. Hers are fairly short, and I, I just want to jump onto that because you had been talking to me about the Bitch Bible, I would say, for several months. Uh-huh. And I was just letting you recap it at me and without much intention of listening myself. <laughs> but then one day I did listen, and I kind of got hooked, and I, I think I found her over the summer. And my favorite part of what she does is all of the Bravo recaps, and she was doing... Um, Bachelor Nation. What's, oh. the, what's the show? The summer show. Bachelor in Paradise. Bachelor in Paradise. Yes. I started listening to her while Bachelor in Paradise was on. And her thoughts, she's a funny recapper. She's funny. And what she says is like, okay, let's talk about the housewives. I hated what Dorinda was wearing. Blah, blah, blah. And people will be like, your, your recaps aren't detailed enough. She's like, but this isn't a recap yes. show. I'm just telling you what I liked and didn't like. Yeah, that's right. She's not actually a recapper, but she talks about the shows. And, yeah. you know, you know, I'm listening or watching my Bravo. So... Oh. And my bachelor, anything yes. bachelor nation. <gasps> Aerie comes tomorrow. Aerie starts tomorrow. I literally oh, don't I'm in. give a shit. I'm in. I'm um, in. But no, what I love about Jackie is she was like, sometimes like when I'm just feeling down, I go to YouTube and I rewatch the scene where Bethany takes down Sonia <laughs> and is like, cheater brand, cheater brand, cheater brand. <laughs> it's just like, I hear you, girl. Yeah. She's a super funny lady. She you is. Know, she's, I totally dig the bitch she's Bible. She's totally like a. A people like us kind of gal. Yes, so PLU. A PLU. So I like to listen to her as yeah. well. Yeah. And so we're going to round her out at number eight, but our seven. Nope, she said it. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That was eight. My bad. Huh. <laughs> All right. Let's take another turn and go to our uh, number seven pick of the year. Yes. And it's Modern Love. Um, we have both recapped an episode of Modern Love mm-hmm. on our show previously, so you guys may already be aware of what this is, but it's from uh, the New York Times, and it's stories of love, loss, and redemption. Yes. And often it is a story that was published in the New York Times, and then a celebrity comes back and reads. Mm-hmm. So clearly they're not very long podcasts. Yeah, they're you like can't really write minutes. a 30-minute you know, story right. for a paper, but um, it's great. We both have listened to a few, and they can be either beautifully tragic and sad or mm-hmm. beautifully uplifting and funny, right. and they're just really great ones to listen to while you know, you're driving to work or you know, just yeah. running around the house doing some things. Yeah, because they're quick. Yeah, and it's just lovely to hear like a story. Right. You know? It's and almost like a, an audible book, but short. Exactly. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one to just intake quickly, like you said. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get to number six. This is an, uh, another podcast that I love. And I love. And Erica loves. It's called Bitch Sash. Bitch Sash. A Real Housewives recap podcast? It's, is that what they call it? Yeah, well, it's all things Bravo. It is all things Bravo, but I think their tagline is... Yeah, let me look it up real quick. Yeah. You keep talking about what it so, is. So, um, I'm trying to remember... Did I bring this one into your life? I feel like I did. You did. So and I, I didn't did. like them at first. You did not like them at first. So one of my good friends from college, Rachel, huge Bravo person as well. I a was Real visiting, Housewives Breakdown. A Real Housewives Breakdown. Found it. Um, so I was visiting her last January in um, D.C., like outside of D.C., and we were just talking all things Bravo, and she's like, well, you must be listening to Bitch Sash, right? And I was like, nope. Uh-huh. So she shared with me that it's Danielle Schneider and Casey Wilson who kind of just come together every week in Casey's nook in her kitchen mm-hmm. and do this podcast. And then I remembered I had heard about it. I remember reading about it in Entertainment Weekly because I love Casey Wilson because I still think Happy Endings getting canceled after three seasons was a tragedy right. in Casey, my life. Yeah, Casey's a very funny actress. Hilarious. She's been on SNL. Mm-hmm. And in fact, Casey and Danielle together wrote and produced and starred in The Hot Wise of uh, Hot... Orlando, Orlando and and Las Vegas 
they did like their second season, which I watched the Orlando one because obviously had oh, it was hilarious. Yeah, so it really was like a, a Hulu show. It was a ripoff of The Real Housewives. Yeah. So it was like the Hot Wives. <laughs> yeah, it was scripted. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. so funny. But yeah, I mean, this is such a favorite. And like you said, this is a true recap show. The ladies yes. get together and really break down every scene, every phrase. And I can admit, and I'm okay with it, I'm only a Roni. <laughs> and for those who don't know, Roni is R H O N Y, Real Housewives of New York. And that's the only Housewives show I really watch. But these girls are so good and funny. I can go back and listen to their recaps when they're talking about other shows I'm not watching. Yeah, I don't And watch, I still enjoy it. I don't watch Atlanta, but I really do enjoy yeah. their recaps of Atlanta because. And I'm up to date on the gossip. Funny and yeah, now I know what's going on. So if I'm reading stuff online or whatever, at least I know who's on the show anymore. Yeah. Um, not Phaedra. Not Phaedra. <laughs> Girl, you cannot do what she did. No. So Bitch Sesh is our number six favorite podcast of the year. Yes. And so for number five, Amy, take that deep <sighs> breath. So we put as number five on the list, probably number one in my In heart, your heart. My <laughs> favorite so, I mean, this is like my OG true crime podcast. Yeah, and I this will say, I think that this came into our lives in the spring because I remember, like I said, I was visiting Kristen, a girlfriend of ours, and um, she works with our other girlfriend, April, and this is our salon that we go to. And when we sit in these chairs, it is all bravo, all gossip, what do you know, let's get down to brass tacks. And Kristen um, was going to see her for, like I think, a blowout for like my birthday or something, by the way. Huge plug for her because she's amazing. Her and April Valdez. Go see them at Salon Bon Tempo. That's, yes. Free advertisement. Um, but she was telling me about my favorite murder and I was like, uh, get me out of the chair. I have to go text Amy. She's going to die for this. I tell Amy. Um, let me talk about what my favorite murder is in case you've never listened to this show before. Because I know Welcome I mentioned Welcome to Podcast them. Rewind, guys. I know I mention them almost every week. But it's hosted by uh, two women, Karen and Georgia. Karen is an actress, writer, comedian. Georgia is a Food Network or maybe Cooking Channel host, but also comedian. They Wait. What? She's on Food Network or Cooking Channel? Like the She's, two channels I watch all of the fucking time? Yeah, she used to judge like Cupcake Wars and stuff. <gasps> I'm going back and watching all of Go these back. things. I didn't know that. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So anyway, these two were at a party last Halloween, and in fact, their 100th episode just came out, mm-hmm. and they recounted for the audience why they started My Favorite Murder. So that Love was a cool that. treat. That was a cool treat. They had met at a party, a Halloween party. Um, so I guess it must have been in 2015 because they started their show in 16. And they bonded over the staircase, which they recapped together in their 100th episode. Yes. And they're like, oh, you watched the staircase? I watched it. I'm kind of into true crime. I'm into true crime. Let's Do you want to be, be best, best friends? friends and start a podcast? <laughs> Did we just become best friends? Right. So every week on their show, they get together at Georgia's house and they both independently research mm-hmm. a true crime, usually murder, but sometimes it's kidnapping. And sometimes Georgia will be like, I had to do a survivor story today, you guys. I'm feeling kind of low and down in the dumps. Oh, I love that. So I've got a, this girl got kidnapped but got away yeah. for you. Um, Very and, Elizabeth Smart. Right. So they sit down with their stories and they tell each other and the audience. And they are super supportive of one another. Um, they've got my phrase, stay sexy, don't get murdered. Fuck mm-hmm. politeness. Fuck um, politeness. Stay out of the forest. Call your dad. They've got all these really funny catchphrases. Um, and the, sh- the show, if you're not into true crime, it's probably not for you. Mm-hmm. But if you are, I just have to say it's also such a joy to listen to. The ladies, like I said, are super funny. Um, there's just a lot of reward for the listener week to week because you're going to get to know Georgia's cats. 
Um, their producer, Stephen Ray Morris, they like shit on, but they love him. Um, it, it's, it's like on Anna Ferris's Unqualified. She's always yes, like, fuck you, Sim. Exactly. They're a producer, but you know they're best friends. She just officiated his wedding the other day. Yeah. And I mean, their online community is really strong. Huge. And actually really positive. You would think for a murder podcast that people might be kind of like salty on their social media. But the um, Facebook group page administrator, the official Facebook group page, the administrators will delete you yeah. if you're not positive and uplifting. Um, and I I just enjoy it very much. I saw my first ever live you podcast did. this year, and it was my favorite murder because my girls came to Orlando for me, and I appreciated them. Well, I will say, um, before we head off into our next podcast, I want to ask a huge favor of you. Okay. To stop apologizing for listening to My Favorite Murder <laughs> and Dark yeah. True Crime Things because yeah. we've talked about this before. There is Martinis and Murder. There's True Crime Garage. There's this. There You can go in. I swear, like, murder is just like a subset it's under podcasts. Is. So, you know, this is successful. Snapped. All of these shows on, mm-hmm. you know, ID, like the Discovery Network, et cetera. And this is just a really popular. Network. It's a popular it's genre. It's a popular genre. So no more apologizing. No more thinking that, you know, oh, it's dark. I need to tell people that no, I'm good. Like, yeah. let it go because... Often we get, you know, feedback like, like the show, love the murder content. And I'm like, oh, that's, yeah. that's all Amy, guys. But that's, you know, if you go back and listen to us in our episode one, I, I went right off the bat with true crime and I fully was apologizing yeah, for who I was no as a person. Um, but having done more true crime on our show and getting the feedback that I have, yeah. you know, realizing people, people don't want to call the police on me and think that I'm an actual murderer, no. that they're into it. So Get there ready. are people who watch like more scary tr- movies all the time. They're not murdering. They're going to work and right. throwing down a nine to fiver. So have no fear, rewinders. More true crime coming at you in 2018. Absolutely. But what's coming at you next is number four. Number four. And guys, this is a real fun one for us. Watch what crap ends. Right. This is the most true to form recap show you can find about all fucking things Bravo. So if you guys haven't figured it out yet, we like Bravo, the and television murder. channel, and murder. <laughs> Um, so our hosts of Watch What Crappens are Ronnie and Ben, and these dudes are, are fucking funny. Um, they watch all of the Bravo shows, mm-hmm. and they don't do one episode a week. These dudes are committed five episodes a week. Yeah, and at the same time, Ronnie also has another podcast with mm-hmm. a friend of his, The Rose Pricks, yep. where they do all things Bachelor. Bachelor. Ben has another, you know, his own blog and stuff going on. So these guys are really busy. I heard about them a couple of times on other podcasts, Straight Up with Saucy, when she mm-hmm. would always say, oh my god, I love the Watch Her Crappens guys. The way they like, you know, recap me and like the voice that they give me is so fucking hilarious. And they do. When they do their recap, they go back and forth, quote lines. You don't need to watch the show to know you what don't. happened. Their um, accents for, you know, like Southern Charm, Savannah, and oh Charleston cast are always funny. hilarious. You know, they're, just their voices and everything they do is... There are no words, because I remember one time I was listening to a recap from Southern Charm Charleston, like the original, over the summer, whenever it was on last, and they were going back and forth so much, Amy. Like I told you, like I was trying to do my makeup, but I had to turn it off because like, I was crying. You're trying, trying to mascara right back off. Crying my makeup right off because these guys were just so funny. Yeah. Um, they just, some of the shows, they obviously hate watch, you know, mm-hmm. like Vanderpump Rules. I think we all hate watch Vanderpump Rules. But like, I think they also greatly love it. But they, yeah, they do. I mean, they just have this, like, legitimate love for the Bravo television yeah. content. And you can tell they're having such a blast oh doing God. it. 
that I have a great time listening. Yeah. I I have said it before on our show, but I have become more dedicated to watching Bravo television. So I can hear so the recap. I can hear the Crappens recap. Yes, I totally agree with that. Yeah. So, okay, we just did 10 through 4. Correct. We have three more to go, and all three of these are podcasts that were um, episodic serial. Yep. What would you say? So they had episodes that... It's a start and a finish. It was, yeah, it was a story, and so they're not going to come back. It's not going to happen nope. every week. But these were all, I would call them binge obsessions. Binge obsessions, you know, blockbuster kind of podcasts where you couldn't go on the internet and not see somebody talking about it. Right. So, yeah. So, Amy, number three. Number three of the year for us was a podcast called Dirty John. Fuck, was that man dirty? Dirty. 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 He done. He done her dirty. dirty. Thank you. <laughs> so, this is a six-parter, I think. six parts, and I would say each episode ran between 30 to 45 minutes or so. Right. So basically, it's the story of a charming sociopath uh-huh. who marries a maybe not so Bright. well-witted woman. She's but well-to-do but woman. Very well-to-do. She's in her 50s when they meet oh. and get married. I think that was her fourth marriage. Yeah, so this like woman meets kids. this guy, and um, her daughters are very suspicious of her new beau. Yeah, and he, you go to something was off something about him. Something stunk about Dirty John. You know, he positioned himself as, you know, a very successful anesthesiologist and, you know, oh, hey, he and they met money. online and, you yeah. know, he's charming and good looking and she, you know, just was really unlucky in love for, like you said, like the fourth time and had, like, she was in her 50s, her daughters were ranging in their 20s yeah, to, like, late 20s. 20s and these girls had their head on their shoulders. They Thankfully, questioned their mother every enough. single turn, what you doing, I don't trust him and the unfortunate thing the entire time you listen to this podcast, you're like... You want to go through the radio and shake this woman. Like, your daughter does not like your new man and right. thinks he's, like, terrifying. What are you doing? The The way the podcast is put together is also so brilliant. brilliant. Because in episode one, you get introduced to Dirty John and you're like, this is this guy is not good. But you also find out in episode one that there's a murder at the end. Yes. But it's not until episode six, the final episode, that you even realize who died and uh, who did it. Once so, again, I was driving in my car oh, when yeah. this, like, something like this happened. And it was one of those moments that I was like, I got to get home and talk to Amy. And then you're like, I'm on episode four. I was like, <laughs> it's um, It's definitely a future unpacking for us. Yeah. I can commit to that. Not when. But it will, will happen. unpack it for sure. It, it's a really satisfying listening experience. 100%. And uh, it's very well put together. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a story that could happen to anyone. your sister, to anyone, to yes. anyone in your life. Because and that's what was so crazy about it. We all had a girlfriend that's got some sleazeball she's dating that mm-hmm. she's like fully in love with. And we all know he's a dirtbag and wrong for her. And oh, this yeah. is... That, this is that story at its heart, but then it ends up in murder, theft, threatening. Oh, yeah. Craziness. When I was listening to it, I called my family and my aunt, Sue, who um, had just divorced her husband, who was named John, who was an anesthesiologist. <laughs> and by the way, the uh, main woman in the story, her mother's name is Arlene. My grandmother is named Arlene. Like, all of these weird things were starting to happen. And I was like, Sue, so you- did John ever go to California <laughs> for like five years? She was like... No, but this is crazy. Like, my family got such a laugh out of it. Like, yes, it really could happen to anybody. Absolutely. So that's our number three pick. Coming in at number two was the uh, subject of our very first unpacking episode, the podcast called Missing Richard Richard Simmons. Simmons. And guys, still missing him. Is he okay? I don't know if he's okay. We don't know where he is. 
he is not sweating to the oldies with anybody that no, we know not. of. But this was back in the spring, and I remember uh, we went up to my parents' house mm-hmm. for a weekend to hang out, and uh, parents opened the pool, cracked over some beers, and Amy and I devoured Missing Richard Simmons on the way up and on the way back. And yes, this was did. just one of those that you go through, like, huh? Mm-hmm. And then, like, you learn Richard's backstory. He wasn't just this, like, crazy energetic guy. Like, he had some dark things in his past, and how did he overcome them? And oh my God, the lives that this man has touched and the people he has changed and how those people are so sad uh-huh. that they still don't have him in his life. And that's what this is. is a love letter to a man who changed millions of people's lives just saying, are you okay, buddy? And we miss you. Right. So Richard Simmons, we all know who he is. And I think in pop culture, he's kind of become the butt of a joke. Mm-hmm. And I will a say- A butt of the joke with a- Fat-ass wallet. Right. And, well, through this episode, like, I kind of learned to fall in love with Richard Simmons and be concerned for his well-being. So concerned. Anybody I talk to who mentions this episode, um, I'm sorry, this whole series, Missing Richard Simmons, or even mentions our unpacking, it's like, we clasp hands, like, but I still really miss him. All of a sudden, I didn't know I missed him, and I miss him so much. My mom texts, my mom listened to the show and texted me the next morning, like, is is Richard Simmons okay? Is he dead? I'm like, we don't know, we don't know. Listen to the show. (laughs) Um, it's also, it's an easy listen, you guys. They're yeah. all like 30 to 40 minute episodes yeah. and there's only six of them. So you can knock that out on a long drive or, um, in know, a week, in a week bones. Sure. We're taking your time. So, but you know what one. we didn't take our time with, Amy? What? Our last our podcast. Our number one favorite podcast of 2017. Guys, take a guess. What do you think it is? S-Town. Or... As we lovingly call it, shit town. Shit town. So this but, was another NPR one, similar um, by the people who brought us cereal. So Sarah Koning and Ira Glass, who did the whole cereal. Mm-hmm. Like what's the, the word I'm looking for? Story. The uh, I can't find the word either. It was like the cereal series, I suppose. Cereal series, but like I mean, it took down the world. Uh, juggernaut. Juggernaut. Good Juggernaut. One. Dollar like, in the jar thank for you. you. I knew in the it was jar. in there, but Cyril was a juggernaut. Everybody had an opinion about Adnan Saeed. Did he or did he not do it? I still don't know. I go back and forth still. Know, and then, you know, Sarah County did another one about... Um, it was... Oh, God, what's his name? The guy that, like, kind of wandered off yeah. in the night from Afghanistan. Uh, Bo. 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 No. Guys, we're not going to say it and butcher it. So yeah, it was about that, and that one did not... Take down the internet. No. As crazy. But this one did. So shit town. Took down so, the internet. So, so good. We just recapped it right before yep, um, Christmas for you guys as a little early Christmas gift. So you can go back and take a listen. But this was a podcast about a clockmaker. John. That changed B. our lives. John B. McLemore. Um, really interesting guy. Unfortunately, no longer with us. Um, I'll leave it to you guys to listen to the unpack or mm-hmm. listen to the podcast yeah. to find out what happens. But man, talk about some characters in this story. Ooh. Some the kind of folks that you see at Walmart and just kind of pass by. I would say most of us. <laughs> um, some of us may have grown up with folks like this. Some yeah. of us might be folks like this. Exactly. And there might be people listening to this show that have no idea what kind of folks these are because they've never been to the deep south of the United yeah, States we're of America. Like a map dot. Not even a one stop light town. There might have been a four way intersection with stop sign. Yeah, it was a police but force of four people, four people in shit town, Alabama. Yeah. So, you know, John B. McLemore hears about a crime that has happened in his city and no one is doing anything about it. So he reaches out to Ryan Reed, who is also part of This American Life at NPR, yes. and just says, hey, you got to help me. This town I live in, Woodstock, Alabama, nobody is doing anything about a murder. And that's where it starts, but guys, where it ends is a journey 
that nobody saw coming, especially Brian, who is the narrator of this entire right. podcast. He is brilliant. He is personable. I mean, he asks the right questions. He does right by you, the listener, mm-hmm. and does his research, and it is hands down one of the best podcasts that I listened to this year. Absolutely. And so we hope you guys Absolutely. listen to it. And, you know, while you're at it, if you fall in love with, with Shit Town um, and you have not listened to Serial, I would recommend going back to that uh-huh. as well. That one came out in 2015, but it's also uh, delightful and heart-wrenching and, and all of those things. Yeah. But as for 2017, I are my favorite listen, the one that took my heart, took my breath, took me on a journey. The one we couldn't stop talking about. Couldn't stop thinking about yes. talking about. Texting each other, uh-huh. being out with other friends and being like, okay, but wait, hang on. Everyone shut up. Okay, Amy, so like when episode three, when this happened. Right. <laughs> and it's one of those two that when I listened to chapter seven, I mourned that it was over. Exactly. When I didn't it's a perfect have way to put it. Anymore. And you're like, oh, I kind of want to hold on to it. Right. But I need to know how it ends. Once I listen to the last chapter, I'll never learn anything new about uh-huh. these people again. And at least in this podcast way. So it was, it, man, it just, it really grabbed me. Yeah. And I know it grabbed you too. So yeah, it was great. So um, as always, we're going to put all of this information in the show notes. Absolutely. So you can go back and really find out like what we're talking about. But those are the 10 round out shows that we are always in our favorites. It's in our playlist. Mm-hmm. It's in a back pocket. Of course, there are other ones that you'll hear us talk about throughout sure. our past yeah, podcasts and up. our future podcasts. But we want to deliver to you guys the three episodes that kind of struck us this year. Yeah, and individually. So yes. I don't know what you're going to tell me and you don't know what I'm going to no, tell no, you. No, I'm so excited. Um, but we have both picked out our three favorite listens of 2017. Yeah. Um, I got to be honest with you. I have seven episodes written down, and I'm going to just spitball what my three are. Okay. Because I couldn't pick. It's too hard. I loved too many. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first while you think? I'll, I'll go ahead, and I'll give you my number three first. Okay. Okay. We just talked about it. They were on our top ten list, but an episode of Bitch Sesh had me rolling. And I'm so scared because I... laughter. Okay. It's... A episode that was recorded while Casey was still out on maternity leave. <laughs> was it episode 86? It was episode 86. It That's was. on my list. Ah, shit. Well, you know what? Then <laughs> Guys, you, then we you are best about, friends who podcast. <laughs> you know what, though? I'm going to hand it to you. You take it. You do it as your number. Okay. And then I'll pick something else off my okay, list. Okay, so yeah, um, like Amy said, Casey Wilson was out on maternity leave. So, yeah. you know, her friend Danielle Schneider, just because Casey's, you know... Having a kid does not mean this podcast stops. So still she a show bro- to do. This show, show must go on. Absolutely. Uh, sidebar, I think we really need to see that Greatest Showman on Earth movie. Yeah, well. Yeah, we need to do that. We movie signed pass. up. We signed up yeah. for Movie Pass. Mm-hmm. Small so, sidebars. Yeah. Hey, if you guys don't know, Movie Pass is this new thing where for 10 bucks a month. Oh my gosh, I, we're not being sponsored. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I'm going to start seeing a lot more movies because I bought this Movie Pass thing. Moving on. Back to Bitch Dash. Yeah, Amy. Zip it. <laughs> I almost started a commercial there. <laughs> Hold back. Too much. Too much. Um, so this episode of Bitch Dash, um, Danielle had on some other friends, journalists, but the most important part about this episode was that the um, guest was Michael Rappaport, who many people may know from his acting abilities. He was Phoebe Buffay's cop boyfriend yeah. on Friends back in the day. I mean, he's been in some tough stuff, and he's got that, you know... Thick New York accent. He's a rough and tumble guy. Knows a lot about sports. He has his own podcast, The Rappaport. Yes. Which I want to definitely check out one of those days. It's super sports focused. But the gem. And I mean, if you had to look up in the dictionary, like the definition of a gem, fucking Michael Rappaport is next to that word. Because this man 
can tell you like an NBA stat the way he can tell you exactly the fight between Dorinda <laughs> and Bethany and how it went down on Real Housewives of New York. This man is honed in. And that well, that's what the beauty of Michael oh. Rappaport is. Fuck, he's, he's a massive <laughs> he's a massive television Bravo yes. Bravo television fan. And to big, tall, strong, straight Boston born and bred guy who's obsessed with the Housewives the way I am uh-huh. and probably knows it better than me. Yeah. It's just it's a it's a fucking hoot. It's a great, because I fell in love with him watching him on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. Mm-hmm. Always being a guest. And, you know, if somebody would fall out or something, he always, like, pulls in, like, Kelly Ripa, Jerry O'Connell, Michael Rappaport, like, come in, let's talk Housewives. And, like, he's so great. But in this episode, I was just crying with laughter. He was so, so great. Good. He was plugging his new book, but he even said in his book, an entire chapter of his book is dedicated <laughs> to the Housewives, and he has his power ranking of Housewives. <laughs> Like, the top 15 power ranking, which I believe does end with Bethany Frankel, because bitch is a bee. She is amazing. I do actually have a lifestyle brand. (laughs) Cheetah brand. Um, We should have been drinking skinny margaritas for this. No, they're gross. It's New Year's Eve. (laughs) I drink our champs. She should come out with skinny champagne. Not that it needs to go skinnier. It's like 80 80 cows a glass. But Mm. anyway... This episode, 86, um, aired back in October, and it was Don't Don't Rock Rock the the Boat, Boat, and... There was another guest on it too, Deanna Chun. Thank you. And I, she had a great British accent, if I remember. Yes. The reason I loved this episode so much was so they there were three housewife shows all on at the same time. So I listened to them recap OC and all of Michael's thoughts about OC Uh and and Jersey had just started. So they did like episode two, I think, of Jersey, but. Michael had not been watching Dallas. And, and they was, convinced him to was, watch Dallas, yes, right? In the middle yes. of the Dallas season. And Danielle and Deanna were like, let me give you uh-huh. a case, a business case for why you need to go back and be watching they Dallas. And they convinced created him. a PowerPoint presentation and they were like, slide one, Brandy. Slide two, <laughs> exactly. Stephanie. Slide three, this girl grew up in the circus. I mean, it was so great. And it was a longer episode than they generally do. It was. And if it had gone another hour, I still wouldn't have been satisfied. Oh, I'm not satisfied because I need them to have Michael back on the show uh-huh. and have his thoughts on Dallas and Leon Locken now that he's watched. Yes. Oh, so that's so why good. I loved that episode so hard. Yes. And I still think about it. Uh-huh. Absolutely. So that was my number three, and I'm glad that we were both on the same page, but I will let you pick a new one. Okay. I am going to go then to a podcast that I have talked about in a pop-up. The podcast is called True Crime Obsessed. Uh-huh. Remember I did the tickled pop-up? But there is another episode, and it's actually... By the way, my parents were here visiting a couple weeks ago, and my dad and I were, like, grabbing a drink at a bar or something. My mom was back in the room, and he's like, um, Erica, there was, like, this weird pod... Like, um, not podcast. Netflix that's what documentary. We Netflix documentary that, like, I scrolled by the other day, tickled, and I was, like, freaked out. Like, did you watch it? It it's, was the greatest. It's everything. And my family, like, the fuck is wrong with you? So, this podcast, they did tickled, and that episode I loved, and obviously I, I recapped it, and I loved it so much that I we went and found the documentary and watched and it. it's mind-blowing fantastic. Um, so, let me remind you guys what True Crime Obsessed is. It is another recap show. Um, the two hosts watch, basically, true crime documentaries, and then they recap the documentary, and they're both fucking hilarious. Oh, awesome. Um, their names are escaping me right now. But We've talked a lot. <laughs> there was an episode that they did on a documentary that you and I have watched. Uh-huh. 
Mommy Dead and Dearest. <gasps> I just referenced about, Mommy Dead and Dearest last night because I do that weekly. <laughs> you do. Um, this. If you guys have not seen the Netflix documentary, oh. push pause, go watch, and return. If it's not on Netflix, it's probably on HBO. I think I we think saw it so. on HBO, Might but be. it's so good. I read um, this as a BuzzFeed article years ago and was just like, I'm not okay. The basically, So just in a nutshell, the documentary is about this woman who has the the most severe case of Munchausen's by proxy. And oh she takes God, her she takes her daughter and makes her terribly sick and convinces her that she's sick. The daughter is fine. And the daughter starts to realize when she's getting older that she's fine. Yeah. And she and her boyfriend wind up killing mom, going on the lamb, and now <laughs> she's in jail for it. I mean the lamb was like forty eight hours, uh, but the lamb Jesus, nonetheless. The documentary is amazing, but then this episode of True Crime Obsessed where they recapped it, I I had to stop at some points because I listened to it at work. Oh no! And I was like, I have to focus on on my work. Were you like what, laughing out loud? And what I was, I was LOLing IRL. <laughs> <laughs> I always love if I actually LOL and I mess with somebody in text. I'm like, no, I legit LOL. Like, Good legit job in IRL. I LOL. A real LOL. I'm not rolling on the floor laughing, but I did giggle. I'm not LMFAO. <laughs> I giggled audibly. Oh, <laughs> So yeah, my I'm gonna say I'm gonna call it my number three. Love it. That episode of True Crime Obsessed where they go through mommy dead and dearest and like you remember from the documentary when Gypsy like finds that online boyfriend and she yeah. has like sexy cosplay to hear them describe <sighs> it back to that. me. I, I was fucking done. Why is that not my wallpaper on my phone? Right. right. <laughs> All right, that's my number three. All right, so my number two I talked about once before already and it was on our um, drunk episode. I can't remember if it was one or two. We were drunk. We were drunk. Anyway, it was um, Skinny Confidential, episode 90, F Factor with Tanya Zuckerbrot, and it was all about fiber. And I think I told, like, 90 people about it, like, days later, just all about groaning and saying, like, (laughs) fuck broccoli (laughs) while you were talking about it. Broccoli was delicious. Broccoli was so good. I think it was drunk as well, too. Um, But, you know, if you're into health and nutrition, that is something that the Skinny Confidential is really focused on, is making sure you're doing your, you know, best living and yeah get drunk and you want avocado toast great we'll put it on this like disgusting fiber cracker so like you can save the calories so you could have the rosé but um still I know it it tastes like cardboard but like I grew up having to eat like wasa crackers for my mom and stuff like that like diet food so it's like totally fine (laughs) by me it's a vehicle for better tasting food but the whole thing was really interesting just in regards to adding more fiber into your life and how even without working out you could potentially lose weight with the added fiber be advised other things will also come to your life if you add a lot of fiber to your body it'll have to Exit. Exit. So the just a heads door. up. Stay hydrated. But um <laughs> You're gonna need a water while you're, you're sitting gonna need on the a water toilet. Or seven. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I thought that it was just such a good one. Like I said, I've told like uh, my whole family about it. I've talked to you about it. Anybody will listen. I buy the like Scandinavian like Gigi crisp breads. Um they're not the greatest, but like I said, they're like an appetite suppressant. And I just learned a lot from a nutrition and wellness perspective. So I'm calling it Skinny Confidential. Episode 90 is my second favorite podcast I listened to this year. Okay. My second favorite podcast that I listened to is a true crime one. Um, it, the uh, the Ooh, podcast is called Case File. Okay. Um, they come out probably every three weeks, I would say, with a new case file because they're usually pretty long. Uh-huh. And it's just one host. This one is a lot more dry, I will say, okay. this podcast. But the host is Australian, so you get that mm. sexy accent that you get to listen to for like an hour and a half. Mm. Um, but case number 50 he did was the case of Jennifer Pan. And it was 
it was a shocker, this story. Yeah, like, so just to quickly put out what it was, basically this girl... She, she had, her family was Filipino, Filipino, excuse me, (laughs) Filipino, and that classic, like, dad wasn't allowing her to date her boyfriend, but she wants to date her boyfriend anyway. Yes. Um, she winds up faking to her parents and getting away for years with, she faked that she even graduated from high school. She faked an entire college, uh, going experience while she was still living at home. What? Then she faked that she had a job as a nurse. She never did any of that shit. She was, um, like, stealing from her parents and conning, seeing the boyfriend that she wasn't supposed to be seeing. Meanwhile, the boyfriend breaks up with her, and it makes her go a little cuckoo-cachoo. She, she was already cuckoo-cachoo. Yeah, she winds up murdering her family while getting getting the ex-boyfriend and, like, a couple other thug friends of his to come murder her family. Oh, my God. This is really, like, making me feel like I watched this on a 2020 or something once. Well, uh, there was a Snapped on snapped. television. Same you, thing. About her. Yes. That I had on, and you were, like, buzzing around the apartment doing stuff. Yes. So that might be why it's kind of familiar to you. But the I listened to this podcast, and I was just blown away by this girl and the story of it. So then when I saw that Snapped episode, yeah. I was like, ooh. And that was not nearly as detailed as the podcast. Um, man, talk about a crazy person doing crazy things while a sexy Australian man tells me all about it. <laughs> I was, I was in. in for it. That was my number two. Nice. Well, Amy, my last one is um, from June 6th. It is with Mouthing Off with Olivia Caridi. The reality Steve episode. Yeah. And you told me about it, and then I went back and finally listened to this episode. I never listened to it. I don't listen to Alita, uh, Olivia's. I thought you did. Mm. Maybe somebody else did. Must have been. I listened to Reality Steve's podcast. Maybe he said he was on Olivia's, and that's what made Maybe. me want to then go listen to it. Maybe I told you that. And yes. Like, I listened to Olivia. Correct. Let me go grab that. Yeah. Um, so Reality Steve is a um, spoiler. Basically, his entire website will go in and spoil the entire Bachelor season, Bachelor in Paradise. He's got Inside Dish. Mm -hmm. Can I stop you? Do you know the gossip? ABC is suing him right now because he spoils Aries season hard, I guess. And ABC is fucking done with it. And they're suing him. I just heard him talking about that on the Brandy Glanville one that I just listened to. How can they do that? Because it's their producers Um, that are, are giving him the info. Well, yeah, he doesn't give up his sources like no. a good journalist, but I don't know on what grounds they're using. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Reality Steve's getting sued by fucking ABC. They got some lawyers. Yeah, they do. Anyway, go ahead. Um, but so, like I said, this is a spoiler show, and he does almost a lot, a lot of reality show, not just the Bachelor franchise, but that's kind of his bread and butter, and he's become really good friends with a lot of people, and as they call it, Bachelor Nation. Mm-hmm. So, um, they're he, his sources. They're his sources. He could not get Olivia for some reason on his podcast so she came to him or vice versa he came to her okay um he eventually does have her on his podcast I would say maybe a couple of weeks ago but in this one is where she really breaks down everything about what it was like to be on Ben Higgins season and she was truly like a villain on that season she was. and she was insane and crazy the editing made the her insane editing. and crazy and I hated her because the producers hated told me to her but fuck if I wouldn't go drink a Beer with her right now. I went now, now that you've told me so much about the podcast. Yeah, and this is where it really kind of flipped for me, and it made me watch. While I know that there's editing and things like that, a lot of people from Bachelor Nation hadn't received podcasts to kind of tell their truth. Mm. And they all fucking do now. They They all all fucking do now. And I will say that 
She's definitely got one of my favorites because she, you know, a lot of the Bachelor podcasts are all about interviewing other bachelors. And she's had on a porn star. She's had on the fat Jewish. She's had on anyone and everyone who will come on. I think she's now best friends with, like, Brandy Cyrus, Miley Cyrus's sister. But this one with Reality Steve, and he was just like, great, I've been dying to ask you all my questions. And she was like, go. And just to hear those insights, and then it got me hooked onto his podcast. And it was just a really great one that I loved. Awesome. My number one episode of the year um, was one that I did talk about on the show, but it still just makes me smile whenever I think about it. It was actually a two-part episode from Stuff You Should Know. It was their 999 yes. uh, and 1,000 episode, um, a basic love letter to The Simpsons. Yep. So I will tell the story again. When I was a kid, Sunday nights at 8 o'clock, it was required viewing uh-huh. uh, that the four of us were in the family room watching The Simpsons. And I, I love telling people that now and gauging their reaction to it because uh, some people were like, I'm a casual watcher of The Simpsons. Some people had the same experience that their family loved it and all watched it together. But a lot of people tell me, like, what? My family didn't allow me to watch The Simpsons. What? It was too raunchy. But my family still loves it. In yeah. fact, just when I was out visiting for Christmas in Los Angeles, we went to um, the Universal Studios theme park and had to ride the Simpsons ride. Of course. And we had to go to Moe's Tavern and get, get a, a duff beer. beer. We definitely all drink duff beer at Moe's Tavern, which is basically just an amber <laughs> <laughs> that they slap their all name right. on. They have a Moe's Light, which is like their Bud Light, but... Mm. We're serious beer drinkers in the Randall's household. But anyway, this episode, a two-part episode, they really dove deep into the lore of The Simpsons and how the show has changed in its almost 30 years on the air and um, the writers of it, how it was created, how it came from the Tracy Ullman show to be its own show. Uh, the guys even got to go and sit in on a reading of with the cast of oh, yeah, a new that's episode. Right. That is really cool. Uh, and talk to the actors, and it just—I mean—it just warmed my heart and made me feel sentimental for those old Sunday nights at home with my family. Oh, I so love that. My number one episode of the year. Yay. No one got murdered in it, though. Nobody got murdered. No. Um, well. I hope everybody loved our top 10 and loved our top three, but it wouldn't be any kind of New Year's show if we didn't talk about New Year's resolutions. Right? Because we're going to keep doing the show we're in 2018, We're going to keep doing the people. show in 2018, and, you know, the champagne is flowing. There may be a drunk episode later. Who knows how any of this oh will God, go. Let's do a drunk episode three later. Okay, getting ahead of ourselves. Getting ahead of ourselves. Let's wrap this one first. <laughs> let's wrap this one up first. But, guys, let's talk about some of our podcast resolutions. Yes. This isn't, like, get in shape, get better, like get better sleep, et cetera. We are talking solely what are our resolutions when it comes to podcasts in general. Right. So, Amy, I'll go first. My one um, podcast resolution is I'm reading a book that I got for Christmas from my Uncle Greg. He is a – actually, he did our um, intro music, musician. I've talked about him before. Big podcast fan, especially of Mark Maron's What the Fuck podcast, which is really mm-hmm. great. And for Christmas, you know, we all, whenever I see him, we always talk about podcasts and this one especially – so he bought me the book, Waiting for the Punch. This is a book by Mark Marin where every chapter he talks about his life and then goes in and splices in conversation he had with people on his podcast. So it starts out with, you know, what it was like for him to grow up. And then you get little tidbits from like Conan O'Brien and then Molly Shannon and Barack Obama. So I want to awesome. finish the book and then secondarily kind of go through and be like, okay, I really liked Molly Shannon's in, like excerpts that I read. read. I want to go listen to her podcast now. Mm-hmm. So my goal is read the book and then kind of go back and really deep dive into what the fuck. 
Awesome. I have a resolution to continue to find and listen to homegrown podcasts. Uh Uh-huh. Um, you know, think about our top 10. Those were all heavily produced. Heavily. They all have sponsors. But having started this podcast and starting to make our pod friends, yes. um, I've learned a lot more about sm- smaller, you know, we're, we're a small podcast. Yeah. We're, we're a little guy right now. Exactly. Um, and I am really enjoying through Instagram and through Twitter finding these new shows yeah. that are smaller, they're not sponsored, they're looking to you know expand their listenership, and I'm really looking forward to listening to more shows like that. I and love talking that. about them here. Yeah, and making new friends. Right. You know what I mean? Like I said with my blog earlier, I've got friends all over the world, and like as bloggers, I want to keep adding to that friend list, and let's do it with podcasters. Yeah. Pod friends. Pod friends. Well, I will say I do also want to listen to more podcasts in 2018, specifically more kind of like as I'm calling them, boss casts. Uh So um, there is one um, by this girl who owns the Champagne Diet Instagram, and it's all about, like, bossing up your life. Another one is, like, the Influencer Podcast, all about, like, marketing and branding. So kind of, like, in regards to just all side hustles and our everyday 9 to 5, how can we boss up and do things better? So I think that those are other ones I want to incorporate while I'm listening to Bravo and trashy, like, celebrity gossipy ones. I love that. I'm going to have to jump on board that, too. Yeah, absolutely. When I have great ones, I will Probably, we'll probably recap tell them about with it. you and tell yeah. you all about them. Awesome. All right, Amy. 2018 is upon us. It is upon and us. so many more podcasts are coming our way, and I'm so excited. I have ended 2017 doing such fun stuff with you for the past couple of weeks, yep. and I cannot wait to continue it a little bit longer. Hey, if you guys want to come along and follow us on social media, you can find us on Twitter or Instagram with the handle at podcastrwd. Or you can send us an email. We are still looking for recommendations. We can't get Always, enough podcasts. Yeah. So you can send us your recommendations, your thoughts, your comments, your hate mail, whatever you want <laughs> at podcast uh, rwd at gmail.com. Yeah, and if you've got maybe a drink of the week suggestion, sure. hit us up on Facebook. You guys can find us at Podcast Rewind. Send us a link. What is your favorite cocktail or what is a beer of the moment that you are drinking? And <laughs> share that with us and we can try to layer it in. Or if you want to send us a case of wine if for us to like drink to on the show. If you would like to send us out alcohol. Ahead, send us an email and we'll <laughs> respond separately with our address. <laughs> And thank you in advance. And I also thank you guys for checking out what I'm doing. You can, as always, find me at Erica Jarvis on Instagram and Twitter. Or, like I plugged myself 17 times tonight, (laughs) you can also find me at MyRevampLife.com, where I do actually have a list of boss podcasts that I plan on listening to this year. Cool. You can find me individually as well at I'm Amy Randolph on Instagram or Twitter. And Amy, you know what? For the last time in 2017? What? I'm Erica with a K. And I'm Amy with an A-M- I-E spelling. All right, rewinders. Thank you so much. Yep. Until 2018. Yes. Do not forget, New Year's resolution in 2018 is to always be kind. And rewind. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.